square Tell all the folks on 42nd Street that I will soon be there Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Sick Transit Gloria. I'm Sam. I'm Anna. And today we're here with Rick Chavoya, who is on the board of directors at the American Indian Community House here in New York City. Hey, Rick. Hello. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hauka, memuyuta menue, Rick Chavoya, kumiai pai, ijan. And that's giving you greetings, introduction, and thanks for having me here on the show. And before we begin, I would like to acknowledge that we are recording this on the unceded land of the Lenape people, and we'd like to acknowledge this history and continued presence here, as well as all Indigenous people, past, present, and future in our broadcast region. So, Rick, we have you in here today because we wanted to talk a little bit about the Indigenous history of New York City. Where should we start? Well, you know, start at the beginning. I mean, this has always been indigenous land, going back eons. And um, I always like to say that we don't really think of ourselves historically because we feel we've always been here, um, wherever we are as indigenous people. I'm not Lenape, um, but it's true of all indigenous people that our stories of origin, um, our understanding and connection to the land, as far as we understand it, is that's that's where all our beginnings came from. Just to start our discussion, there's a very diverse um, history in terms of, um, and we even like to say our history as opposed to history is our story, um, and it's it's very long and, and, and very diverse, and many many uh, tribal nations and people have been through this through this area, and then in the more contemporary recent history, there's even a greater diversity of tribal nations who have come to make New York City their home. So if somebody came to New York City and they, you know, we're going around to all of the tourist attractions, they went up the Empire State Building, they went to see the Statue of Liberty. If you could like pull them aside for a minute and like be like, you need to know this, what would be the like most important things you would want them to know about the indigenous history of the land that they might be missing? Mm -hmm. Well, it would start by the fact that this was already incredibly robust and very um, exciting area to be at even before it was New York City. Like most people think of this being the hub it is as it is, you know, in sort of modern, more modern European times. But this was always a, a gathering place. It was always a place where Native people came from all over. It was incredibly verdant and lush. Um, we had um, all kinds of technologies and medicine and, you know, life ways and, you know, just knowledge that, that we lived by. And um, it was just a, it was just a very f- flourishing, very complex place uh, when it was when it was all indigenous, and, and it was in fact all indigenous. You know, we have a relatively small population now, but uh, of course, you know, at one time it was 100% indigenous. The the vast majority of the history of where they're at, going back eons, it was majority native and majority indigenous. And also, I always, we always like to tell people that all the buildings, the famous buildings they're looking at that were made more recently um, were, were, were made to, you know, a, a, to a great degree. All that building happened because of Native people as well, because of Indigenous people, um, primarily Haudenosaunee people. Uh, and, and some people are a little familiar with that. They, they know of Mohawk iron workers and other Haudenosaunee people who came from northern New York and, and came to, to New York City as builders and, and, and iron workers. Um, but a lot of people don't know that. And so even when you look at the modern New York, that was still us. That was still that was still Native people who, who, uh, who, who've created literally have created and built New York City. 
Native people live. We have the largest indigenous population of any city in the U.S. Um, last census count was 110,000. So we like people to know that don't historicize us. Know that there's still a thriving community here um, that's involved in, in every facet of life and contributes in, in every way to the life of New York City. Could you tell us a little bit about the American Indian Community House? I know that it was founded in 1969, mm-hmm. and it was originally in this sort of NYU neighborhood and is now down on the Lower East Side. Um, could you talk about what the organization does? And Yeah, sure, for our entire history. And, and I always start by saying this essential thing to know about the American Indian Community House is it was founded by, continues to be entirely led by, and primarily and most importantly serves the indigenous community in New York City. So a lot of people will come to us and, well, first of all, they're not even completely aware there's Native people in New York City. They think of us either as having, you know, been lost during colonization, you know, and they're usually thinking of the people originally here, the Lenape, and, and many of those people, in fact, were displaced. Or they think the, the rest of the populations that, that, could, that, that are, in fact, here are somewhere out there. You know, they're, we're on reservations out in distant places, and they, they don't think about the fact that there are, you know, large numbers of indigenous people who live in urban areas. And, in fact, the majority of, of indigenous people, native people, do live in urban areas in the U.S. now. For that reason that people came together and said, we need a center, we need an di- identifiable place where we can come together as indigenous people of New York City and conduct ceremony, um, do our cultural activities, um, show our art you know, to one another as well as the, the larger public, um, provide the services that our, our people need always, but particularly when they first get to New York, such as housing, health, education. And so for the 50 years, you know, we've, we've done the best we can to provide support in sort of all those areas and and to make sure that people understand that, you know, we we are a, we are a living a living people, and that that uh, that we still um, have have many many uh, gifts to uh, to give the world, and um, we uh, we were founded along you know along with a lot of other urban centers um, throughout the United States, the Bay Area, Minneapolis, um, you know, Los Angeles. The, a lot of those centers all came about right around the same years. We recently had um, a holiday here in the United States, mm-hmm. which in some places is known as Columbus Day, in some places known as Indigenous Peoples Day. Um, could you just tell us a bit about what that day means in New York City and has historically meant and what it means now? Well, as you know, um, I mean, sure, I'm sure you know something probably more than I do about how Columbus Day came about. I know in New York City... Um, the importance of Columbus Day had a lot to do with Italian immigrants, you know, in the Italian-American community. Um, and understandably, you know, they were, when they were immigrants here in earlier years, late, you know, 20th century, early, I mean, late 19th century, early 20th century, they were an oppressed population. Um, and so they wanted to find a way to get recognition here in New York City. And so that's when, say, the Columbus statue went up in Columbus Circle, and I think that's when there became came more recognition around Italian-American history and the Columbus Day Parade and so forth. And I don't know exactly when all those started, but they, they came out of a necessary advocacy and pride among Italian and Italian-Americans. For us, though, we just try to remind everyone that Columbus had a very different identity and a very different mark on, uh, on indigenous people and, and other populations as well. Um, for us, he, he 
he brought uh, an understanding of the world um, that gave us uh, a, a status that was less than human. Um, and, and he did very specific things to our people that um, were incredibly violent. And we want to just remind people that before you make a hero out of somebody, um, not, to, not to say that, that there shouldn't be a celebration of cultures, all cultures, and that there aren't important reasons to celebrate and honor Italian-American history, but that Columbus, we don't believe, is the person that should be um, representing all the, all the great things the, the, the Italian-American community has brought to New York City. Do you know of any like specific places around New York City that um, were and are particularly special to the people who are here? Who are indigenous? A Lenape person could speak to that much better than I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I know of it, but but as a is our protocol, I wouldn't want to take about. I wouldn't want to talk about sacred lands, um, or of, not of not an, necessarily of, an, of, an, of a nation of another of important lands of another nation. Yeah, I don't it's necessarily mean sacred. I mean like where notable things happened throughout history or, or anything like Ooh, that. Notable things happen everywhere. <laughs> as I say this, no, really, I mean this this land all around. If you could only imagine, and there's actually a, a, a project now, um, a digital project to, sh- to try to to try to show what this land was like before colonization, and if you have a chance to check that out, this was in this was amazing. Pl- this was an amazing place, you know. And as I say, it was so, it was so verdant. It was so full of full of all kinds of life and medicine, and and and, and it was a major meeting place of of native people, and it, it was it was. Every bit as dynamic as anybody knows of New York City being now, it was it was always like that. And so, it'd be like someone telling coming to you after you've been here four years or however long you've lived in New York City, saying, "What's the best place to go to in New York City?" And you're stumped by that question. We still are, you know, because it's it was it's it's all it's all to me. And again, as a, as a as a person who's also an indigenous person, as a visitor here, I, my best answer would be that that it was all important. <laughs> You know, I would say one thing, and this is just kind of an interesting, almost more just a, a sidebar, is that um, if if people want to find a sense of what Manhattan was, you know, before colonization, there's an old growth. There's a grove of old growth in in Inwood Park. So I would suggest for people to go up there, like and, trees. Yeah, yeah, and so they'll. It's one of the it's one of the places where you can see, you know, a, an area that was not chopped down. You know, <laughs> there's not was not entirely uh, decimated by by development. That project sounds really interesting because what our whole show focuses on is sort of like is history like changes throughout history, things that were once and aren't now or were different and are different or you know changes throughout time mm-hmm. um in in lots of different ways. So I think that at least for me it's really important to hear about the history that is before the history we tend to focus on mm-hmm. and what we do. Um, so yeah, I, I, I appreciate knowing about that. And I really like the comparison you drew of New York City today versus this area um, back before it was like it was today and mm-hmm. how it it is almost kind of parallel, but also like dramatically Dram- perpendicular. <laughs> yeah, dramatically different in, in almost, almost every way, um, except that it's still the land. And the uh, the spirit is still here. The ancestors are still here. Um, that that you can't alter. You can't you can't alter some of the essential things about about the place you're in. Broadway was always a major a major roadway. 
you know, for indigenous people. So Broadway's built along um, a major roadway that existed long and long before, um, you know, the colonizers arrived and um, was a very, very, very important thoroughfare. Um, And in fact, when, when they were building it, there was just tons, literally tons of evidence of how important it was to Native people based on all that they found, you know, as they as they started digging into the ground. If I were walking along Broadway a long, 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 long time ago, what would I, what would it be like? Like if I were to go out right now and walk on Broadway and close <laughs> my eyes, what should I picture? Well, first of all, it'd be, in terms of biodiversity, it would be, it'd be incredibly more diverse, you know, and you'd be walking through all kinds of, of life of every type, um, continuously. Uh, and, you would have just such a greater connection and such a greater sense of where you were. Um, it was hillier. There were springs, you know, like year-round springs, fresh water. You could stop and just sip sip out of a, a spring along the way. You, could, you know, like, I mean, not to over-romanticize it, but, it, you know, it was it was a pretty nice place. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely close my eyes and go back to that place <laughs> next time I'm hurrying somewhere on Broadway. Yeah, you'd also hear a lot more birds and other animals rather than traffic (laughs) (laughs) do you have anything else that you want to tell us about that we didn't ask about or that you would like to bring up well i also to let people know that you know this is our 50th anniversary for the american indian community house and that we have a lot of public events there's a lot of things people people are sometimes wondering like can i go to the community house what what do i you know is it is it okay is it permitted and in fact a lot of our events are are public and open to the general the general community we have a, a number of big events going on um, over the next few months, and I would encourage people to go to our website, www.aich.org, and you can you can look at, at our calendar and our events coming up. We also have a residency out on Governor's Island through October. We encourage people also to come out there, particularly on weekends. We also have an exhibition on murdered and missing Indigenous women, which is a, a, a huge catastrophic tragedy that's going on within our community and uh, there's also other events on Halloween uh, weekend, the weekend before Halloween. We'll have, you know, a big party and just a good time. You have been listening to Sick Transit Gloria here on WNYU 89.1 FM. Today, we say thank you to Rick Javoya for joining us. Thank you, Rick. Ijon. Uh, if you want to find out more about the American Indian Community House, you can visit AICH.org. I am Anna. I'm Sam. Good night. Give my regards to all Broadway and say that I.